So another issue that can also be a bit uh, confusing uh, when you're applying is, of course, the, the college uh, system. Um, so I wonder if you have any particular advice on what college to choose and what to look for when you choose your college. Perhaps you want to start by saying what college you've chosen uh, and why. Um, I didn't actually know anything about the collegiate system when I applied and my application was done quite, I mean it was for, for the second deadline and I just found out about the course and stuff. So I made the application and I picked two random colleges, just names that I'd heard of, you know, so the older, the famous colleges. So. Um, I, I, I'm in Wilson College right now uh, and the college is allotted to me. I had not listed that as a choice. Uh, but yeah, it, I think um, it's turned out really well because Wilson's a graduate community and it's a little f away from the city centre but it's got a great library and the uh, community is quite vibrant. So uh, I wouldn't say the college choice really matters unless there is a specific uh, professor you want to work with and you want to be in the same college as uh, them. So uh, if not for that, um, I think um, you can look at other aspects such as what's the sort of uh, background you want. I mean, um, if, you, if you're coming with your family, it would help to go to a graduate college. Uh, and if you want a, a, a cohort which is more in more closer to your age, you might want to go to graduate college. But if you want to go to an older college, which has that you know the typical Oxford image of the old buildings, and then you might want to choose uh, accordingly. So it boils down to per personal preference, really. I'm at Green Templeton College, which is um, it's known as one of or probably the medical college, and it also has a large cohort of uh, people in business studies, uh, and together. They have the, the whole college uh, has a focus on human welfare, and since I uh, came with a background working in, uh, in international aid, I thought it was a logical <coughs> choice for me. So I chose to go there, um, and by good luck, although I didn't consider it at the time, it actually was five minutes walk from <laughs> the anthropology department, which turned out also to be quite beneficial. Um, but I chose on the basis of like like uh, specialties that I would find in that, in that group. I knew I would find some people who had probably had similar backgrounds or interests to my own, and so I zeroed in on, on that particular college. Um, I'm at Magdalene College. Um, uh, when I first applied to Oxford for my undergrad, I actually um, made an open application, which means I didn't actually choose a college because I had no idea what um, the college system meant. Um, I was put in a college that was um, <clears throat> strong in my field, which was Oriental Studies, so that meant having a strong library, lots of tutors in the college um, who were specialists um, <clears throat> of China, uh, which turned out to be a really good thing um, for me. Um, particularly having strong libraries was very good because there's always that time at the end of the term when everyone needs the same books and having them in college is um, definitely an advantage. Um, and then, what college was it? Uh, sorry, St Anne's College, okay. yes. And then I moved to Magdalen, um for the Masters, um, mainly because uh, Claire Harris, um, who is a specialist of um, anthropologist of Tibet, um, was there and I knew her um, from my undergraduate. It turned out that it didn't actually make too much of a difference because as my college tutor she didn't really... Um, have much to do with my with my academic work, so we would meet once a term just to discuss briefly what was going on. So, um, but yeah, a beautiful college. If you want like the real sort of beautiful traditional historic college experience, then Magdalen's the one to go for. Um, it's got a lovely deer park, and it's right next to the Botanic Gardens. A um, bit far from the department, but um, I think that a bicycle can't resolve. 
Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't know if it really makes I mean, people say that every college has a different atmosphere in terms of particularly the social life. Some colleges, are like Wolfson, for example, is known to be sort of very party college. <laughs> um, hardworking too, but um, so yeah, it really depends. I mean, come and see it if you can, really. That makes a big difference. Um, I only had five or six choices, I seem to remember, when I applied. And so initially I went on the basis of um, where... Uh, Professor Dunbar was based because from experience at undergrad that going to a college where one of your professors is based is a, quite a good idea. Um, so and he was associated with Magdalen, so Magdalen was my first choice and uh, St Cross, which is where I actually ended up, was my second choice because um, it had quite a strong international cohort which I thought would be a really really good because I hadn't experienced a college with a strong um, international presence before and it was also central, quite sm well quite small and l looks very nice, it's, it's not particularly old but they've um, done some sympathetic reconstructions, their <laughs> restorations, so it's been, it's, it's very nice. Um, in the end, they actually didn't take anyone to go to Magdalen, and I think in a couple of the other colleges, they didn't take people um, there either. So I think all of the people on our course are based at St. Cross, St. Hughes, and Wilson. Although I think that has changed. I think they've expanded the number that people can pick from this year. Um, yeah, again, like you said, personal preference is really what it comes down to. I don't know if having been associated with the college that one of my professors was at would have made a difference or not, but I've had a great year at St Cross, it's a fantastic college. Mm -hmm. Good, so um, apart from scheduled teaching, tutorials and so on, I wondered if you could say a little bit about other seminars or events that you've been <coughs> going to, and so what, what your learning experience and social experiences have been like in Oxford. <coughs> We've, uh, we have most of our classes in the Petroverse Museum for the Visual Program and um, there have been um, two regular seminars held on Thursdays and Fridays. Uh, there's the Cultural Representation Seminar on Thursdays and the Friday Petroverse Seminars. So uh, those we've been attending quite regularly and there's also the Departmental Seminar of, uh, at uh, ISCA every Friday. So these are some of the regular events which are part of the department's uh, schedule so yeah you can pick and choose and um, and there is no restriction that you can attend only organize, um, events organized by the department you can go to events organized by other departments as well so it really comes down to being aware of what is happening where and uh, really showing up for it <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's one of the strengths of the Oxford system in that once you are a graduate student you actually have the right to attend any course or any lecture in any subject area that you're interested in, whether it's in history or, or other departments. So you can certainly get a very broad exposure to, to different subjects uh, that you're interested in. Um, I think the other thing that I really enjoyed was the opportunity to, well, so many people come through Oxford, it's such a central place, um, and so people who were passing through the UK would come uh, to visit for, for seminars or lectures, and I saw some, some of the people whose books I had read 
10, 12 years before in my undergraduate uh, work were coming through and giving lectures, and that was quite, you know, quite a privilege, uh, and, and that was really a highlight for me. Um, in terms of social uh, events, the department does host uh, social events. There's a weekly coffee and uh, um, at least termly uh, social evenings. Uh, and then, of course, a lot of your social life also happens through the college. So you have, depending on your interests and where you're, the core of your social group lies, you have a number of different venues to, to focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I would also attend <coughs> many of the ethnographic films that were shown at uh, the Bay Rivers. Um, many of them were actually presented by your cohort, I think, um, which was fantastic. Um, and... Um, yeah, I know many students um, in the uh, social anthropology spend a lot of time um, going to history of art lectures and sociology as well, so really everything was open to discover and that was really great. Um, the departmental seminar also, an opportunity to sort of see what the sort of cutting edge of anthropology was at the moment um, and really to hear, you know, academics discuss um, these these themes. It was really great. Um, usually we have a theme um, every term, sort of, so it could be evolutionary or... Um, maybe something about gender, so there was, you know, sort of um, a core um, focus to all those um, seminars. And also, um, well, there's the Oxford University Anthropological Society as well, um, which is um, run by students, and which is, which organ- um, that organises uh, lectures and seminars and also social events where you get, again, to meet um, academics and, and talk with them. And um, so, yeah, um, definitely very vibrant and lots of things to do. You really have to manage your time well to fit it all in. <laughs> Yeah, I think, as has been said, the combination of departmental seminars and being able to go to um, talks at other departments. I've been to ones from zoology to theology, and that's a fantastic opportunity to have. And also socially, our our group, there was only 11 of us, so we all became very close very quickly, and that was very nice because we could... um, bounce ideas off each other and, you know, share our essays and um, I think we may just have been lucky we had a very good dynamic, but I think having a small group of people does contribute to that a lot. So I wondered if you could tell me a little bit about um, uh, departmental resources, libraries. um. Um, Well, my course was very based around journals that we could get online. I very rarely found myself in the library, very often in front of my laptop. And the level of journal access that we have is probably second to none. And um, we also have the option of uh, remote access. So if we go home or somewhere where we've not got um, an ethernet connection, we can get remote access to our uh, system and then you can have access to all of the journals that you need anywhere that you are, which is which is fantastic. And other than that, on in our department we've also we've also used blogs as a way to um, pool our knowledge. So for one module, uh, our supervisor and lecturers put uh, information onto a blog and we just added extra pages or extra journal articles to it and um, 
that made for some uh, some really interesting finds actually and a lot of magazines that some of us had never come across so that was really really helpful um, well apart from the amazing uh, access we have to all sorts of journals and books and at uh, both the department uh, as well as the college wilson has a really good uh, library uh, we also have uh, a film collection in the Balfour Library in the Petroverse Museum. So for the visual anthropology program, that's been very useful because we've mostly uh, taken films out of that collection for screenings. And we also have a workroom there and with editing software. And so uh, whenever we've had a few research methods classes and we've worked with the cameras and learned a little bit of editing and uh, things like that there. And yeah, the Balfour Library has been very useful for our course. So. Um, apart from the central libraries, uh, there are specific collections which are very useful for particular courses. So, yeah, that and there's also the Weblon, uh, which is which is an inter-Oxford uh, network. So, you have departmental pages, so you can access uh, your course reading list or materials that your teachers have put up. So there. There's quite a wide variety of resources that you can access and make use of. Yeah. yeah, when I went to university last, I used a card catalog, and the the cutting edge of library technology at that time was something called the CD-ROM. Mm -hmm. So uh, when when I was actually able to access uh, a catalog on CD-ROM, uh, that was really you know something. And um, this year, I think I've probably made about two photocopies of journal articles, and the rest I've all accessed online. And the ability to search massive data banks of, of uh, journals and articles, and then pull them all up onto your computer uh, in the comfort of your, you know, your own home or your own workspace is is terrific. Um, and then, of course, that's supplemented with immense quality of hard copy resources. Um, and then the Pitt Rivers Museum, which is also a, a repository of material, culture, and objects. I think. For a student of anthropology, the combination of those resources is pretty powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I relied um, quite heavily as well on the online material, um, but also on my college library, um, because um, Morden doesn't have that many books on anthropology at the moment, but um, you can get in touch with a librarian and ask her to order any book you want, and it will get there within the next three days. So um, the anthropology um, part of my library has now significantly increased, which <laughs> um, is fantastic. Um, of course, there's the Bodleian Library, where you can um, order books to other libraries um, and read them there, because you can't actually um, take the books out of the library, um, but you can order them to 15 or 20 different places, depending on you know, where you where you like to study, basically, and then read them there and get them back, keep them on hold for several weeks. Um, there's also the Social Sciences Library, the SSL, where many people also like to go, So, um, and the Balfour is also a nice, nice one for the films. And there's also a film collection at, the, at um, ISCA, isn't there, I think, um, that you can make use of. So.